Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 108. It's crazy to me. Every, every time I say that number, like 108 or 107 or whatever, I'm like, oh my gosh, We've been cranking on these things, 108 episodes. That's so cool. Um, As I talked about in in episode 107, um, this week, uh, I think we're heading in almost to the end of the month, uh, will be our one-year anniversary. And so it's been so cool. Many of you have been on this journey from the beginning. And, you know, I was just sitting out here reflecting on that. Like, there's some of you for the last year who've listened to the vast majority of these and I just think that's so cool. I just think it's so cool. And, and for many of you, I really don't even know who you are. I, I know from multiple different states, I've gotten feedback from people. And uh, that's so cool to me. It's so cool to know that there's a lot of people who are kind of listening in and they're listening from all different kind of places. The other thing I want to say is this, um, you know, I don't do, like I said, I don't do this very often, uh, but I went in and looked at some of the stats and and we're over 30,000 downloads, which is pretty cool. That means that this word, the word of God is going out to thousands of people and they're listening in, and they're hearing what God's Word is saying. And honestly, that's it. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need anything more. I just love that, that we're being able to process through these scriptures together, learn together. I hope for many of you, I really hope that there's been a new rhythm in your life. Maybe a new rhythm where you slow down a little bit, a new rhythm that's maybe not so chaotic, a new rhythm where you're slowing down and listening to God listening and reflecting on what God is saying to you, that maybe even after you get done listening to this podcast, you don't hurry through your day, just kind of slow down. God, what do you want to teach me through your word today? If that's happening, I just hope it is, but if that's happening, that just brings me so much joy, so much delight right now. I mean, honestly, like if you could see my face, you'd see me smiling because I just think like there are people out there that maybe a year ago, that that wasn't a place or that wasn't a rhythm. And now it is so amazing. And so for those of you who have been listening and continue to listen, whether you've been listening for a long time, are you just tuning in today? Today's your first one. You're like, who's this weird guy on a front porch? And what's that all about? I get it. I know. I just want to say thanks. Thanks for those of you who share and subscribe. Uh, I really, really do appreciate it. It means a lot to me. And then for those of you who continue to donate on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash front porch confessional. And for those of you, uh, many of you have sent in uh, uh, Venmos and also some people have sent in checks. Just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the support. There's some really cool thing, things in the hopper that I'm working on. Hopefully get that out before the end of the year. I uh, would love to do that. But I just want to say thank you so much for the support. It's been my great honor to continue to work through the word of God with all of you. And like normal... I'm really excited to dig into this passage today. John 14, 6. Now, 
Um, I've told you this before, but the, the book of John is quite possibly my favorite gospel. Um, and it's my favorite gospel because John gets really practical and very personal and very relational. John really slows down and shows these dynamics in relationship, Jesus's relationship with us. I love that about John. He is such a beautiful, beautiful writer. And so if you, if you, again, like if you're trying to go like, where would I read? I usually, when people are kind of trying to get to the scriptures or trying to read for the first time, I say, go to John, go to the book of John. John starts off really big. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And then he kind of comes down. So that's very big, like meta. And then all of a sudden we see Jesus at a party turning water into wine. We see him with Nicodemus. We see him with a woman at the well and on and on and on. And we go throughout his gospel. So uh, dig into John. John is a great gospel. I can't encourage you enough to, to dig into John. But we are in John 14, verse 6. And Jesus says this in the I am section. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, I was uh, kind of reflecting on this passage and thinking about Cooper um, years back. Now, Cooper is our um, youngest son. And Cooper has, he's kind of got some of those Goki jeans. And them Goki jeans, you know, I'm one of the taller ones in my family at 5'10". Uh, my dad's, I think, like 5'8", five 5'6", five something like that. Um, and uh, so our, the Goki side of the family is not a tall side of the family. So I think Cooper's got a lot of those Goki jeans in him. And so over the years, just struggling to grow, struggling to get on that growth line, you know, that growth track. And, and so I remember when he was little, we went to Legoland. So excited to go to Legoland. They had never really been. They're super pumped, right? And we're thinking, this is like an amusement park for kids, right? And little kids too, right? So, you know, we go to a couple rides and it's fun and Cooper's having a blast. But then we get to some of the really cool rides and we walk Cooper up. We, we, I mean, Patty and I did a decent amount of research before we showed up. I don't know why we missed this one, but we pull Cooper up to this awesome ride. I can't even remember which one it was. And we, we measure him and he's too short. And we're like, I mean, but he just like barely missed it. And the guy was like, nope, sorry, can't have him go in. I'm like, come on, man. Like, look, I mean, he just barely misses it. You know, Ben's like stoked because he can do it. All right. He's like, no. Nope, I can't let him in, can't let him in. And it didn't matter how much I bribed him, how much I was going after. He's like, the rules are the rules. And as I look at this passage and think about this, Jesus is being very bold, very strong and straightforward about who he is. This is a bold and theologically dense statement from Jesus. This is him professing God and I are one. But what I really love are the things that Jesus picks to describe who he is. And he's like, listen, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hey, listen, you're not going to get on the ride except through me. And I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life. So he starts off by going like, look, I am the way. I love that description. I am the way. And what's really interesting about life 
is that we are all on a journey. I think many of you probably feel like I am on a journey. I feel like I'm on a journey. And most people I meet on a journey or who say they're on a journey or feel like they're on a journey, they feel deeply lost and misdirected. I don't know if you find that. But most people I meet with don't feel like, I got my path cut out before me. Everything's easy breezy. It's, no, no, no. Most people feel, a, it feels like weighty. Like they feel kind of mislo- they feel lost or they've mis- misguided. Like people are trying to find their place in this earth. You know, like, why do I belong? Why do I exist? They deeply desire for God to show them the way forward. And like many people are just going, I just, God, show me what to do. Show me where to go. Jesus says this, I am the way. I'm the way. But we often reject him as the way. Oh, we look to self-help books and podcasts and Oprah and you name it. We're going to look to everything other than Jesus. Because Jesus is going to call us into a different way of life. And for so many of us, we are rejecting that. We look to friends. We look to counselors. And those aren't bad. And those podcasts and those self-help books aren't bad. But we seem to put Jesus last on that list. But Jesus declares, hey, gang, I am the way. Backwards and forwards. I am the beginning and the end. I am the first and I am the last. I am the way that you are looking for. Stop looking other places and look to Jesus. Stop looking other places and look to Jesus. Jesus says, I am the way to the Father. I'm the way to the kingdom come and the will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then he says this, I am the truth. For all of human history, we have been trying to find truth. What's interesting is during the enlightenment, which is during the 18th century, Humanity decided that we didn't need God and that we would find truth on our own. Maybe you've heard the name Frederick Nietzsche, right? Frederick Nietzsche wrote a famous story uh, about how we have killed God. Essentially, what he's saying is science and the things of the Enlightenment, the industrial movement, all these different things like we don't need God anymore. We can do it on our own. We can figure it out. In fact, we are our own truth or you can create your own truth. And yet... Here we are with all our science and knowledge, no farther along in the capturing and understanding of all of truth. You know, I just, I, this baffles me, baffles me. We have a little microorganism called, corona, or called the coronavirus, COVID-19. It has shut down the world and we can't solve it now at some point over a period of time we'll be able to come up with you know something that can help it but this little little baby thing shut the world down and look how narcissistic we are to still think that we know and we can figure it out and we can change everything 
two airplanes. We just went through 9-11. Two airplanes crashed into a building and sent them to a ground, and it sent a nation in a tailspin. It's why we have the level of security that we have, because we have come to understand that we can't do it all. And Jesus is saying this, I am the truth. Jesus professes, I am the truth. Truth exists because that's who I am. Dig into discovering me and you will find all you are looking for. Our deepest, our deepest heart craving, soul craving, life craving can be found in him as the way and found in him as the truth. And Jesus is making a bold statement saying all of truth is found in and through me. And yet we still believe that we know more. We can do more. It's foolishness. And we know it. So let us stop being so narcissistic and start humbling ourselves in the sight of who God is and what Jesus has done for us. And then he transitions. And this one I really love. He says, I am the life. And this is my favorite of all of them. I love, obviously, he's the way and the truth. You can't ignore those, but he says, I'm the life. And I think the reason why I've struggled or that I love this one the most is because it's, I probably struggled with it the most. You know, I've tried to find my life in success, friends, family, you know, wife, kids, job, church, knowledge. Jesus says, listen, Jeff, it's in me. All of life, all that you're looking for is found in me. I, through my death and resurrection, is what gives you eternal life. So you get to experience life in me here on earth. And now you get to experience life in, in, in eternity, heaven on earth, as a result of my death and my resurrection. You see, my death was for your life. So you can have life and life to the full. And it's like this beautiful picture where Jesus says this. If you embrace these things, you will find the Father. You will find all you're looking for. But no one can come to the Father without knowing Jesus as the way and the truth and the life. Everything else, as the great hymn says, is sinking sand. Everything will lead to our destruction, our demise. And Jesus is trying to bring us life and life in the Father because all of life is in Jesus. And when we are in him, we will find all that we are looking for. Hey, look, I know a lot of you are desiring deeply to understand all of what life is about, to understand your hurts and your pains, to understand the confusions. I want you to know you can find that in Jesus. This isn't just me sitting on some front porch with a podcast. This is, I have experienced this. This is why this podcast exists. That's why I'm here is to proclaim this passage as truth. So why are you trying to find life outside of Christ? Because once you find life in Christ, you will find life in everything else. It's a beautiful truth. Live into it. Heavenly Father, you are life. Your son, Jesus, 
his death and his resurrection, and not just life here on earth, but life into eternity with, with you forever. Thank you, thank you, thank you that you are the way and the truth and the life, and we desperately want to pursue after you. Spirit, guide us and lead us. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you, the only heartbeat. Until next time.